against the lot. Part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you live from the El Camp Minnesota's with spaghetti and meatballs. There behind the glass, babyface Joel Solomon. He's producing this. And joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Brian, Darren, the parlay kid. What is going on, fellas? What's going on, Sal? How are you doing, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Uh, it's all over, fellas. My streak is over. 11 in a row, picking Thursday night games on Fox. All went to shit because of that disgusting defensive display put on by the Denver Broncos. They lost 17-14. They couldn't tackle a, a deflated balloon. I don't even know if a deflated balloon would be easy or hard to tackle. Well, I feel like a deflated balloon right now. But anyway, let's move on. Let's talk about the games at hand. First of all, I want you to go to our arcade. Yes, do it. Extrapoints.com slash arcade. There you go. Lots of free-to-play games. Now, looking forward. It didn't season didn't end last night. They're going more on with more games, Harry. Do you believe this? Big, sure. big slate. Six teams off. It's tough. Parley kid, our cowboys are off. Get a little breather there. A uh, little craziness with the New England. Good way to end. Now, that would have been tough to take for two weeks, Parley Kid, right? Had we lost that game to a yeah, much well, inferior Especially team. if uh, if Dak was going to be out for a week. Yeah. Time. So uh, this c- could be uh, come at a better time for the Cowboys, right. uh, being that Dak's in a, a walking boot, from what I understand. So yeah, uh, good timing. Week to heal up and then uh, run the table here. The rest of the way. So. Is there a running boot? Is there a such thing as a running boot? Because I think you should be able to graduate to a running boot eventually once you uh, kick aside the walking boot. Uh, I think he'll be ready. He'll be ready for uh, next week. Wishful thinking. But anyway, let's preview these games. We're going to go over six pro games and four college games. They're not that great. I have to be honest with you. I mean, with some of these teams being off, it's tough to get the good matchups. But there are a few of them in there, starting with Baltimore and Cincinnati. The Ravens, six-point favorite. 47 and a half is the over under, you know, I love the Ravens. I don't want to brag too much here, but I was the only one out of like the 11, uh, against a lot of extra points talent that took the Ravens over the chargers and they won convincingly. And I went against Cincinnati. I thought the lions would upset them. And that was equally as, as, as good as the Baltimore pick was the lions pick was disgraceful. So I wonder if I'm zagging when I should be zigging and taking Cincinnati. Um, it's very strange. Ravens have covered three of four versus Zach Taylor, but maybe luck is on Cincinnati side this year. I mean, if he can get through the game that Joe Burrow, he had two seventy one and three touchdowns last week, a one sixteen QB rating against Detroit. All right. Not the biggest deal against Detroit, but Lamar, I'll tell you right now, wishes he was as dialed into a wide receiver as Burrow is to Jamar chase five touchdowns, five fifty three, over 20 yards per completion. He's a big play guy which I think keeps this close. They've given up 90 and a half rushing yards per game. The Bengals at 65 fewer than the Ravens are gaining per game. I think they keep it close. By the way, they've also won 11 straight coin tosses, Harry, 11 straight coin tosses. Do you like 26, 23 as a final score? I'll I think take you that. do. I'll take yeah. that. Cause I do like the oversell at 47 and a half. Since he just won game this season where they haven't scored 20 plus points, Baltimore talked about their offense out third. Overall, in uh, total offense, Ravens offense, 65 points, too, in the last two weeks combined. Can't see since he's stopping Lamar if he needs to run. 
And I think Burrow's going to get some of his. He's going to get some too. He's going to, like you said, him to Chase has been pretty damn good this season. Over 47 and a half. I like it. All right. Let's move on to our next game. Panthers minus three, 43 and a half over under at the Giants. Harry, another big game for you. You have to survive this. You know, Sammy Darnold beat the Jets. You still have not paid off on that bet. You've been crapping on Sam Darnold all year. You're starting to look good in the last few weeks because he's regressed. Although I will say, Parley kid, I like the way he played in the fourth quarter. I know he was miserable. Yes. It's like 17 yep. for 41 yep. overall, but that fourth, he threw a first quarter pick. First play was a pick. That fourth quarter was great. That's that's what I think I see in him. You know, we, we didn't sign up for the Sam Darnold without McCaffrey. That's for sure. But we did sign up for this Giants team, three and seven against the spread in their last 10, 0 and three against the number at home. Meanwhile, Carolina, eight and one against the spread in their last nine road games. Yeah. Uh, Giants aren't a turnover forcing machine, only eight this year in six games, which is good news for Darnold. Kadarius Tony not expected to play. Offensive lineman Andrew Thomas, he's on the IR. I mean, those are the two best players on the Giants when Barkley's out. And I think they're in trouble. I mean, defensively, they couldn't stop Staff. Stafford had nine yards per attempt and four touchdowns. I think this is a good game for Darnold to get right at MetLife Stadium. No ghosts. 26-16 Panthers. What do you say, Parley Kid? I like it, Sal. I'm with you on this one. Uh, the Panthers' defense, which I think is really their bread and butter, was not very good against the Vikings uh, last week. I think they rebound and feast off this uh, poor Giants offense. They're going to put a lot of pressure on Daniel Jones, force him into a few turnovers. Darnold got his confidence back on that last game-tying drive against the Vikings. He might not be spectacular, but he's not going to have to be. Carolina's defense will dominate this game. Darnold will play a solid football game. Like you're saying, Panthers cover the spread pretty easily, Sal. Yeah. There you are, Harry. I'd love to hear what you have to say about this. Well, I, I do, th- <laughs> I do think that Parlay Kid is right about something here. Where I just think the uh, uh, Carolina defense gets right again, and the Giants' offense is just awful and so anemic that uh, I think maybe it's the, the, the Carolina does get the W here and get the cover because of their defense. Yeah, if they're at all serious about making a playoff run, they have to win this game. And I actually think right. three three is a little light here. Forty three and a half is the over on that. I said twenty six sixteen. All right, here's our better edge game: Kansas City. Minus five and a half. Sorry, this has gone down, right, Brother Bry? Minus four and a half and 57 and a half. Kansas City, minus four and a half, 57 and a half. My better edge goes to the Kansas City Chiefs. Seems a little hefty considering the Titans just a few days ago disposed of a Bills team that crushed the Chiefs. I believe Harry refers this as the try-by cuspid, but this is part of my reasoning. Road (laughs) games. Road games where they're favored by five or six or right in that range seem to be the only times they step up and cover. ATS wins over Philly. ATS wins over Washington. KC gets the defense going 133 yards per game on the ground. All right. They've done better lately. Titans, 276 yards passing per game. That's in the bottom three. They got defenders out. Mahomes steps up. Titans, big hangover game on a short week. KC wins. 34, 24 covers the four and a half. Parley kid, what do you say? Where's your better edge? I'm on with you here, Sal. The letdown factor will be in full effect for the Titans as Mahomes and company will exploit a weak Titan secondary and cover this spread rather easily, Sal. There you go. All right, brother Brian, you're going against the grain here. 
Yeah, I'm going against you guys. My better edge goes to the Titans plus four and a half. I wouldn't be too quick to assume the Chiefs have fixed all their issues. You know, they've only covered against the NFC East. Only let's let's mm-hmm. not forget that just the NFC East. So Brable won his only regular season game so far against the Chiefs. Chiefs defense still has too many question marks against a Titans team that is is pretty talented offensively. So give me the Titans plus four and a half here. Harry, you like the total? I do. I like the over fifty six and a half here. Kansas City's defense twenty fourth in the league. Tennessee's still twenty eighth. Mahomes lights up uh, the defense of the Titans. He had three touchdowns. He's averaged three touchdowns this season a game. Henry was fantastic. Can't be stopped on on Monday night. He was amazing. Over fifty six and a half. And I might I might have a little something to say more with this game later on in the show. I doubt it. All right. I think Andy Reid needs to go back to the face shield, the foggy face shield. That was where all his luck was. Just bring it back. Who cares if it's not necessary? There you go. That's our better edge right there. And the edge is brought to you by better edge, bringing the edge back to the betters with no fee sports betting at betteredge.com. You not the books at the price of betting lines. So you can make bank with no VIG or sports book fees, better edge available in 45 States for real money, sports betting positions this week. Better edge is bringing back the free pick em contest with against all odds. The winner will receive a free copy of Madden 22 enter for week seven at B E T T O R edge.com slash A A O. Create an account. Use code AAO for $10 on your first order. Play the game without getting played at betteredge.com. Yeah, that's the game of the week right there, I think. Right. Um, But it really, really. Harry, tell people what the try by cuspid is. I mentioned it earlier. Well, yeah, you meant Sal and I was going to say something to you earlier, and I'm I'm glad you mentioned it here Mm -hmm. where. okay, so Kansas City played Buffalo at home and got smoked. Right. Mm -hmm. Tennessee played the Bills and beat the Bills. So you would figure Tennessee at home will beat Kansas City. But no, you go the other way. You lay the points with Kansas City. Kansas City wins this game, puts up a lot of points. And like I said, over Tennessee get theirs, but Casey gets the cover. Right. So A beats B, B beats C, C beats A. That's basically it. And I get so the try part of the try by cuspid. The other part doesn't make sense. That's just a weird way your brain works, right? Well, the buy, the buy is that there were two games uh, before that. There were two games involved. Oh, okay. And now I'm going to ask the the big question. What the hell is cuspid for? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We, we, that came, we I, I had that in college, right? That was my, we did that in college. So uh, yeah, I don't know what, I don't know what it was. I don't know what cuspid means. I, I know people are like, cuspid, what? Yeah. This, he went to college. What? what? This is, this is shocking. All right. Try uh, by cuspid. By cuspid's a tooth, but it, I, I, well, I wonder, I wonder if I had a better GPA than parlay kid. I want, wow. All right. What do you make the well, line on it? that? Sal? well, I don't know. I mean, you're, you're based on like 18 credits though. Is that fair? That's untrue, and you know that. <laughs> Did Harry ever really graduate? Does he have a diploma? <laughs> One of the funniest things I um, ever witnessed. Sal and, and I were probably in eight classes together. Do you remember the English teacher you had, Harry? I don't, I don't forget what English class it was. He loved you. I mean, he really loved you. I think he was, like, in love with you. I was in, I was in with your ex, in, your ex in that class. All right. Anyway, you you got uh, a great grade because this guy, uh, he, he just fell in love with you. You're a perfectly shaped head, as you mentioned before. And you were trying to impress this girl, Jen, and she was struggling in that class. And you're like, you know what? Let me write your report for you. This guy loves my writing. Uh, I'll get it done. And uh, she, of course, um, let you do it. And what'd you get, like a D or an F? Yeah, like a D minus. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Same stuff. 
It's so good. I had the same info. <laughs> Joel, what do you think oh, of this? Can you believe it? I mean, I'm assuming that professor was Sri Lankan because yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, I think that's I think that's exactly what happened. All right, lots of inside jokes being tossed around here. Another inside joke is the New York Jets. Now, that's a joke that everyone recognizes, but they play the Patriots, the angry, Bill Belichick's angry Patriots, seven-point favorite, 42-and-a-half is the over-under. It's in Foxborough. It's a rematch. The Jets have lost their last 11 versus the Patriots, and this is a must-win. This would be their fifth home loss. Is that true? Jesus Christ, it's October. They're going to have, they have four home losses, potentially five. It's a rematch. Like I said, week two, Wilson threw four picks, I think three in a row. Three in the first five passes were interceptions. Uh, But the defense held the Patriots to just 260 yards of offense and just three of 12 on third down conversions. I think the Jets come back here hungry. And not only do they cover, now they'll just cover. I think that's it. I think they cover. Uh, only 11, uh, well, actually 11 turnovers offensively for Belichick's team. This is not Bill Belichick's old team. Forget even the Brady part of it. They're fumbling. They're getting penalties. They're getting kicks blocked. Like weird crap is happening. They have 16 players on the injury report. I think we see Sunday afternoon why Zach Wilson went ahead of Mac Jones. Not to say that he's going to win, but it's going to be a 23-21 final. I'm taking the Jets plus seven. Harry, you're with me here? I didn't want you to be with me on this. Well, I am. It's Alan uh, Wilson. Finally, they got their win against Tennessee. Um, Pat's though here. I, I think this is a situation where you get the rookie quarterback, three straight emotional, crazy, wild games for the Patriots. Falk doinks the field goal against uh, ten- Tampa Bay, and they lose that game. They were down 13 on the road to Houston the week after. They come back in the third in the second half, beat uh, the Texans by three, and then blow the game and the cover late last week against your guys' Cowboys. Uh, I think that's a lot for uh, for for Mac Jones to have to handle here. I think the Jets get the cover and sell. I'm going to say it may be money line. Mm. I know. I don't know if I want to pull the trigger. It's still early for me to think about this, but I definitely mm. think this is going to be a messed up week. There are some huge, huge lines. There are three double digit favorites. And I think like out of the, those three, like 13 is the lowest. You got the Rams are a gigantic favorite over uh, Detroit. You have um we won't go over these games, but Tampa Bay is huge over Chicago, and Houston's a gigantic underdog against Arizona. Then you got games like this, where the dog could come into play here. Uh, see, Paul, like kid, that's exactly why we needed to win that game. It meant as much as a division game to me because I think this New England team sucks. I really do. I don't know. I think it's uh, I, flown by them here. I agree, Sal. I, I said that last uh, week uh, after the Cowboys had won that game. It shouldn't have even been that close, right, Dave? Much more mm-hmm. talented, um, yeah. They're they're a, a less than stellar team, that's for sure. All right, brother Bry, your Las Vegas Raiders minus three forty nine the over under against Philadelphia. Philly coming to Las Vegas. What? It's a fishy line. I think all the Raiders lines are fishy. I, I really do. Like every week, I look at them like, ooh, that's weird. Whether they're favored or an underdog, yeah. but one thing is for certain, they righted the ship, brother Bry. Gruden was getting in their way. Rich Bisaccia, that was the answer all along. Oh, my God, the money they could have saved with Rich Bisaccia as head coach. Uh, Listen, I think last week was a much tougher game emotionally to get it together. And Vegas, I think it's a low line, especially since they lead the league in with 32 passing plays of 20 or more yards. 
including five of 40-plus. They shredded up that Denver defense, which we like. Big strikes. You know, it's really what which Derek Carr you're getting. Darren Waller hasn't even really gotten going. I mean, he did get going. Now and then it was like a little bit of a lull. Raiders, 385 yards per game. Eagles surrendered 345. Philly, 2-7 and seven against the spread in their last nine road games. Give me Vegas. Give me Vegas to win this game. Pretty big. What do you think, Brian? You're not going to pull the trigger Ooh, on it. I'm not pulling the trigger. I don't want to be that homer. Uh, homer pay. I'm not I'm not really actually confident in the line of minus hmm. three. It, it definitely is a little bit fishy. The Raiders, you know, this is where the Raiders struggle at home, right? As as a as a favorite. They especially as a small favorite, they've struggled, whether it was uh, you know, the Bears game, the Dolphins game, uh, you know. But the Raiders defense does so I'm gonna go the under here at at 49. Hmm. Um, the Raiders defense continues to be impressive. Uh, it's actually the bigger reason why they're winning games. Um, I, I will say you are right. You know, last week, the one positive thing about the Raiders is they were a little bit more aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they've shown, you know, we've, we've been able to limit the mobile quarterbacks, right? So Lamar didn't even necessarily have a huge game against us, even though they scored points. Uh, Fields didn't really do a ton. Uh, both teams are, are top defensively in, in terms of uh, per, per yards given up per play. Um, so the Raiders, I think, you know, this is similar to the bears game. I think in terms of like our line is probably not good enough to just dominate the Eagles defense. Mm. So I think it's like a, you know, 20, I think it's a 23, 20, 24, 20 type of game. Uh, this goes under, um, All right. you know, I, you know, I'd probably bet both sides that this is a field goal game, I guess, either way. Yeah, well, we said FanDuel has that one prop where the margin will be one to six, the yep. winner, whether it's the Raiders or the Eagles. Yeah, just I, I get it, Devontae Smith. There's some big play capability there, but not a lot in that offense. I mean, uh, Hertz was stuck on 56 yards passing against Tampa, and they do have the break now, a little bit of a rest, 10 days, but he was stuck on 56, like mm-hmm. deep into the third quarter, and then used his legs. And I don't know. I think if Vegas gets ahead, and they will. They'll uh, win handily. All right, San Francisco, this is a Sunday night game. Yeah, not a great one. Could have flexed this one, too. They're home, three-and-a-half-point favorite over Indianapolis. I've seen this four. I've seen this four-and-a-half. Forty-four-and-a-half is the over-under. Uh, Colts are four-and-two against the spread. 49ers, one-and-four. They had that bye. Their secondary is a little messy with injuries, of course. 49ers secondary. Jonathan Taylor for the Colts, the leading rusher for the week, 145 yards. Good job by me. I paid 16-to-one odds. You go to Fandle and uh, get all the action on who will have the most rushing yards, passing yards, receiving yards. That was my pick. Their offense, the Colts, starting to look like we expected a little. Even though they lost to the Ravens, they got it right against the Texans. I think they're decent enough to not get blown out. I don't love the 49ers ever really giving points. Jimmy G can't really move. Trey Lance is in his second game. Either way, I think Frank Reich steps up, wins or keeps it close 30-27. High-scoring affair. Parley Kid. you're going the other way here. So the, I'm not very confident in this game one way or the other. I'm, mm-hmm. I don't really, I don't have a feel on either team, really. Like you said, I think the Colts have been pretty competitive um, for the most part this year. They just, they're coming off a blowout win over the Texans. But I think Shanahan off a bye week. Uh, this team has been a little banged up. Um maybe giving Trey Lance a little bit more time to prepare if he's the starter uh, at this point. I'm not really sure. Um, but I just, man, 
is there's something about the San Francisco team. They should be desperate this week. They're two and three mm-hmm. in this division. They can't be two and four after this week. They can't. So I'm just looking at a very motivated team coming off a bye week, a, a week of rest, getting a little bit healthier, and being able to maybe just eke out this four-point spread here, Sal. I, I don't love it, but I'll give the edge to Shannon. He's three and two as a head coach coming off a bye weeks against the spread. Let's just make it four and two. I think he just squeaks one out late over this Colts team. All right, there you go. Bet that. Bet all the games. FanDuel Sportsbook. They want you to get the most out of every NFL game day. That's why they're giving everyone a $10 risk-free bet every week. All you have to do is bet a same game parlay with three legs or more. And if your bet doesn't win, FanDuel will pay you back up to $10. Fast payouts within two hours. Are you kidding me? Easy to use. Safe and secure. America's number one sportsbook. No feeling like nailing a same game parlay bet. Lock it in. Today at FanDuel Sportsbook, get up to 10 bucks back if your bet doesn't win. And if you're new to FanDuel Sportsbook, they're also offering a risk-free $1,000 bet. You prefer that. Just sign up with promo code against all odds. And if your first bet loses, get up to a grand back and site credit. That's promo code against all odds. Also, FanDuel in Connecticut. Yes, very close. Very close to you guys now. There's like a bridge. Yeah. What do you want to take a ferry parlay, kid? You get there. Yeah, I'm just going to let's give all of our money to Connecticut and Jersey. Why not? Let's do it. <laughs> Parlay kid down on New York. They can't get it to guy. I'm, I'm same way in California. Come on. It's not FanDuel's fault. They got live in Connecticut. Easy to use and navigate. Do it. Easy to deposit. Safe ways to deposit. If you have a gambling problem, go to 1 800 Next Step or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. 1 800 1888. 7897777 or visit ccpg.org.chat in Connecticut 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com/rg in Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Virginia 1-800-270-7117 in Michigan, the Tennessee red line is 1-800-889-9789 or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. All right, let's try to make a same game parlay here that works here. Um all right. You go, we're on different sides here, Parley Kid, but what if we took an alternate spread? Do you have access to uh, a same game parlay here? Can you look? Yeah, I'm getting for, to it for right our now. Friends so. in, uh, for your, our friends in Connecticut. All right, let's go. I'm going to say Colts plus 16 and a half. That's okay, right? That's got to be close enough. Um, why don't we do... You like the over, Sal? The over? All right, let's go over... How about over... Let's adjust it a little over 38 and a half. Okay. We're almost there. Let's get one more leg. Harry, jump in. Anybody. Let's pick a third one. First half spread, third quarter winner. So many options here. Get the players in there. Uh, Okay. How about home team? Second half parlay kid. That's where you think it'll happen over 11 and a half, right? Come back. Maybe 49. Yep. Pays one plus one ninety four. All those crazy adjustments. Colts plus sixteen and a half over thirty eight and a half, and the 49ers score over eleven and a half in the second half. Pays almost okay. two to one. Fanduel.com slash against all odds. All right, college. I don't even know why I did it. I, I, I talked to you guys. I told you I do like uh, meatball sees me look researching these stupid games. I was zero three last week, and here's the worst part. You guys are going everything I'm taking this week. You guys are taking. Oh no! Yeah, Dang. not good. 
Let's start with Iowa State. I didn't even think they were mm. still a college, Harry, after you jinxed them. But somehow laying six and a half to undefeated Oklahoma State, 46 and a half is the over-under. This is going down at Jack Trice Stadium. I, I don't know why this would be six and a half. Let me read you some p- things that go against my pick here, which is Iowa State. Oklahoma State leads the Big 12 with 19 sacks. They've won the last four meetings in Ames. They have uh, their running back, Jalen Warren, is four straight 100-yard games. Had 193 last week against the Longhorns. Then on the other hand, Reese Hall, 124 yards per game for Iowa State. Um, they're over 500, Harry, somehow, after you jinx them. Four straight games, well over 400 yards. Brock Purdy is better. Somehow saved his job. Uh, Cyclones 5-2 and against spread in the last seven conference games. 33-16-2. All right, that's a lot against spread in the last 51 in October. That goes back a ways. They've outgained. Here's something, Harry. Iowa State's outgained its opponent every game this season. Even the 47 games they lost to start the season. They've averaged 42 since week three. I think this is a fishy line. They win 28-20. Yeah, like you just mentioned, Sal, I mean, they've been playing a, a lot better of late, 42 points in the last four games they've averaged. Brock Purdy, five touchdowns the last two weeks. And in those two games, 77% passing and 88% passing in those games. Brees Hall, 11 touchdowns this season, averaging five and a half, over five and a half yards a carry. And he scored at least one touchdown in 18 straight games, 34 touchdowns overall, uh, nine touchdowns for him in the last four games. And Oklahoma State is, Sal, you mentioned, 6-0. and but they barely beat Missouri State and Tulsa. Cyclones clean up against the Cowboys in Ames. They get it done here and they get the cover. All right, there you go. I mean, there's still like uh, seven undefeated teams. What did we say, babyface? Is there seven or 11 undefeated teams? There's still a ton. We can get to the the playoff numbers uh, in a minute. We could look those up. I would say can still win the Big 12, by the way. Can they really? What has to happen? Like like 10 plane crashes? No, they, they, they went out. They beat Oklahoma. Hmm. All right. UCLA minus one and a half, Bry. Home against Oregon. 60 and a half is the over-under. Every single week, Bry, we're we're cursing Crystal Ball, right? And then I think as soon as we do it, like they score or come back, they don't cover. They barely win. That was the case against Cal last week. Very exciting Friday night game. But it's Oregon against Chip Kelly. Interesting game. ATS, Oregon one and five. UCLA five and two. The Bruins 13th in the nation in rush defense, which is good because Travis Dye went for 145 against Cal last week. Uh, they had 210 on the ground altogether. UCLA lost to Fresno. They lost to ASU. They got off to a good start before that. I like them. I like them to keep it together. They're 7-3 against the spread in the last 10 against Pac-12 opponents. Oregon, 1-6 in the last seven conference games against the spread. Got Zach Charbonneau, 21 for 131 last week. One of the best backs in the uh, conference. Got almost 700 yards rushing. Dorian Thompson-Robinson is serviceable behind there. I think they pull it out. Close game. Maybe a stay away. Just enjoy it. 30-27. I don't know. Is Oregon that are they that uh, scattered that they could actually win this game by a lot? Yeah. I mean, I, I've expressed before that this uh, my hatred towards Cristobal. Because I feel like every time... <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like every time I bet on them, or at least co- to cover the spread, they are not covering the spread. That's for sure. Although I will say, I'll caveat this: I do feel like every time in a big game that I've gone against Oregon, they've screwed me the other way. But right. um, you know, they obviously, you know, everybody's kind of still holding their head on the that Ohio State game. But they really also, you know, 
you remember week one, they could have lost to Fresno. They they probably mm-hmm. should have lost to Cal or they played poorly against Cal. And the one thing is I'm just not sold on their QB play. You know, Anthony Brown's been mediocre. He's completing right. less than 60% of his passes. He only has seven touchdowns. With Verdell out, that, that hurts them offensively. Williams out defensively. Those are big losses for this team. And as you said, Oregon against the spread one and five. Uh, UCLA five and two. And also, as you said, UCLA has the one thing is they've been good against the run, which which should be which should help them out uh, a lot against an Oregon team who plan to run a lot. Um, so I actually, you know, I do like UCLA. I, I probably would also play the under in this one, which I think what was the score you said before? I think it would just just goes on. I already 30. forgot. I don't know. Uh, 30, <laughs> 30, 27. Yeah. 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 So I, I like the under in this one. too. You know, it's weird. Oregon is plus eight forty. To make the playoffs. I know it's a whole different world to play up. Pittsburgh, five to one. Favored over Clemson, three and a half. This is an insane. I think what was I I uh texted Sheck this with the the line, the preseason line and and what it ended up being. And there was a big flip-flop between what one team was given three and a half and then another. Okay, so here it is. Courtesy of our friend Todd Furman, who I uh destroyed uh, season three of uh Fox bet live and he was never to be seen again. Um, preseason Clemson was a 17 point favorite and now Clemson's plus three and a half. Insane. So this is the most, this is the first time they close the dog. I, I imagine it's going to close as an underdog uh, to an ACC opponent for the first time since 2016 when Deshaun Watson outdueled Lamar Jackson. And I'm taking Clemson. I know they're 0 six against the spread and Pittsburgh's five and one and DJ Uyagalele, you know, he's 974 yards, four touchdowns, three interceptions, 56%. I don't know what's going on. Then you got Pickett on the other side, Bry. You said uh, you liked him to win the Heisman. You like him at 20 to 1. Well, I liked him at 21 because it was especially this game, right? If he, his stats were comparable to the other guys. If he has a big game this game, I I think he's going to be right at the top of that list. Parley kid, I, I just think, you know, they, the one thing about Clemson, they played good defensive ball. I don't Great. know that they're going to be able to run the ball against Pittsburgh. That's their strength. But defensively, they're right there. It could be like a 21-20 type game. I just think three and a half is too much to give Dabo. And this would be an embarrassing loss. I mean, I know Pittsburgh's good. This kid, you know, Pickett, was it 70%, 21 touchdowns, one interception. But I like it as a 21-20 yeah. game. I'm taking the points. I agree with you here, Sal. Uh, Pittsburgh is not uh, really – Played a murderer's row here, Sal. Mm-hmm. UMass, Tennessee, New Hampshire, Georgia Tech, and Virginia Tech as their wins. They did lose to Western Michigan, Sal. Right. So let's think about that a little bit. While Clemson might have played the best team in the country to within a touchdown in the Georgia Bulldogs early in the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm 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 riding with you with you with the points here with Clemson, but Clemson likes to keep it low scoring this year. I think all six of their contests have gone under. Mm. So if if that trend continues and this game goes under, Clemson will score enough to cover this game. I think they might actually win it outright. They're a little bit more of a battle-tested team, I think, here, even though their quarterback play, boy, what a disappointment. I had this kid yeah. on, on my Heisman watch list. But I had been better on his- as watch. I actually put money on him, and I was I was like, wow, I learned this name. I'm very excited to be able yeah, to flaunt I mean, it. His, well, his performances last year were very good. 
especially yeah. in that Notre Dame game. Right. Came back uh, against BC. Yeah, right. And Notre again, Dame right. Was he fun. was very, very good. Um, so right. I can't really figure out what's happened. Obviously, it might not be a him thing. It mm-hmm. might be a receiver issue or a line issue or something. But this is a good defensive team still, Sal. Right. Um, Pittsburgh has not played anybody like them on the defensive side. They will keep this game close, and they'll cover maybe even win. All right, there you go. Stupid to agree with me, but you did it. Everyone's agreeing with me. Notre Dame, six and a half, USC, 57 halves the over-under. I wish this meant something. It means nothing. USC three and three against the spread. Notre Dame three and three against the spread. You just don't know. I know you could say this for any game. You don't know which version of either team you're ever getting here, right? Mm. So I should probably take the points, but I'm not. I'm going Notre Dame. It's going to be Jack Cohn, but you might see a little Tyler Buckner, right? I get it. USC's coming off the bye. Trojans just str- struggle on defense. They just, especially the first half of the but what they give up, they're just so weird. They'll show up in the second half. They coughed up 40 or more points in each of their three losses. Notre Dame's weird, too. They beat Virginia Tech. They average like 2.8 yards per carry. But I think this is a bust-out game. They're going to be able to do whatever they want offensively. Utah had almost 500 yards offense against uh, USC. I think Notre Dame wins 31-20. Give me the fighting Irish or whatever kind of Irish you want to call them. Minus six and a half. Bri? Yeah, I like the six and a half, too. Jeez, we really are on the mm. same picks. Uh, this is the pick for spaghetti here. Um, but yeah, USC has been total Jekyll and Hyde team, right? Uh, they've been, you know, flip-flopping. Actually, they've been good on the road, awful at home. You know, you know, they got beat up to Utah, Oregon State, Stanford. Um, you know, but, you know, Notre Dame in this game, they get Mayer back, which will be big for them offensively. Um, they'll, they'll be able to at least limit or I think probably, but they're likely to force probably turnovers against this UFC, USC team. And I do think this is a game where Notre Dame's offense will, will get right. They'll look pretty good against a bad UFC, USC defense. So I, <laughs> is it I, a UFC? I mean, I know, they I might as well join UFC. the UFC. UFC might be better. USC. They might be better at that. I know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think this, I, it's something I would look at, uh, Notre Dame, you know, their offensive, uh, scoring total here i would probably look at two and maybe go over on that one because i do think they'll put up some points here against usc there you go all right it's time to go into the sharp tank let's do it three and oh on monday with the sharp tank picks right harry what did you have i had the kraken and the flyers <laughs> over over six at plus money at plus money that was like three first uh period goals right all right, hit us with your sharp tank pick. I will uh, choose one of these and we'll put a lot of money on them. Go ahead. All right. Well, also last last week I did give out remember in uh, sharp tank my play of the year. I'll never which, forget. Yeah, uh, yeah. Kansas City, Washington, uh, <laughs> over. It went under like five intercept. Like I said, five turnovers. Never none benefited me. So, anyways, that was my play of the year. Yes, <laughs> and that was a loser. But that doesn't mean I can't give out my total of the year, which I'm releasing this week. My total of the year, and it is what we talked about earlier, over 56 and a half in the Kansas City, Tennessee game. Uh, uh, both, yeah, both yes, it does. Yes, it does mean you can't give out your total of the year. I, I think that's the only thing you can't of the year with. You lost with the total of the year. Now you're going. But oh. that was my play of the year, not my total. Of the year. <laughs> but it was a total, wasn't it? But it was What's a total. But, Am I losing but it my wasn't mind? Officially what? what I said. So now I'm giving out my total of the year. I got it, really it but sense, it was but, a total. Right. Like it's not like I, I, I'm a little confused. Okay, I'll hear you. I get out. a little. I get a get a. I get a pass on this a little bit. Well, listen. Anyways, 
over 56 and a half because uh, both defense, I, I think Tennessee's defense at the, at the end of the game last week against Buffalo was gassed. Kansas City's defense also 29 points or more they've given up in every game except that Washington game. Go figure. Um, and the last team, the last time these two teams played a couple of years ago, um, 67 points. Mahomes at 446 and three touchdowns when he was hurt. Henry had almost 200 yards and two touchdowns. Like I said, last week against Buffalo, 65 points in that game. Over 56 and a half. Kansas City, Tennessee. Nobody stops anybody in that game on Sunday. I mean, Parley Kid, his bet of the year was a total. So wouldn't that be the total of the year? Or was that, or we just have to forget that? <laughs> I that get was to a name total. it the way I want, Parley Kid, right? Sure, you could name no, all, not, you could no, name you all, all your sons George, but you have to you have to acknowledge that they're all named George. You can't just not say what I don't know. Baby faces does it make any sense to you? Oh, I mean, you're the boss, but this makes complete sense to me. This is oh. this is perfect Harry logic in that it only makes sense to him, and it uh, that, it holds up. Okay. This is, uh, listen, total of the year, jump on board. It, of course, you you. If I mean, it's the same goddamn hair. team, too. It's no, Kansas no, City. It's just like, yeah, yeah, good. You, you get hit. it. Kansas yeah. City has a big offense, and you like them to score a point. Just take their team total over. 45-34. Well, I did remember last last week yeah, I did Ka- it. 31 yeah, yeah, and a half, and it lands 31. Yeah, Kansas City last week. So uh, Okay. All right. All right, Brother Bry, jump in here. I I, I don't know about this. I got to figure no, this out. No, I'm gassed. Well, <laughs> I am uh, also going with the game you guys spoke about before. I kind of liked it even a little bit more as you guys were talking about it. But I'm going to adjust the line here. So I'm going to go the Jets uh, getting seven and a half, which is minus 115. So you're really not adjusting it too much here. But like everything you guys had said earlier, I mean, I I should have looked this up, but a team getting even seven coming off mm-hmm. a of bye week is is an awful lot. I mean, right. this, this Pats team, the one, you know, the one blowout earlier in the year against the Jets, every other game was either, you know, a loss or a really close win against the Texans. And again, that Jets game, you know, we, we saw those Wilson, you know, four picks, those early, you know, picks early in that game without, which obviously adjusted that game pretty quickly. Mm. I do think, you know, they have the, the extra time where, you know, having this bye week is really going to help Wilson in terms of, they're probably going to play a somewhat conservative type of game. It's probably low scoring, but uh, you, you'll probably see, you should see hopefully less turnovers, but I think they stay within the seven and a half here. So, but I like, I like getting that extra half a point. Okay. So Brian, let me explain something to you. If you want, if you want, you could label this your adjusted line play of the year. <laughs> and then when it loses next week, when they play the Bengals, you could take the jets plus 34 and a half and call that your uh, adjusted line play of the year. Now that would hey, be silly. Goes. Now that would be silly, Sam. That wouldn't make any sense. All right, Parley Kid. Poor Harry. Bring this together, please. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm going with the UFC fight here this weekend. USC, so the, the Trojans? Yes, USC. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this is an interesting um, fight now because Mikey Meatballs has just alerted us to the fact that uh, this Vittori Costa fight at. Um, and Michael can confirm this. Is is Costa something like twenty pounds overweight right now? Costa's still got to lose some weight here, mm. right before this fight, just to make this catch weight, right? Which I think really favors. Even though Vittori's probably this means one thing to me: Costa has not been training. I mean, how I've never heard of a guy a couple days before the fight being something like twenty pounds overweight. That really mm. makes no sense. He hasn't been training. 
and, but on the I other feel like side, we've had bad luck with this though, right? Like, oh, it would make sense that the I guy know. seems lazy, hasn't lost weight or whatever, and then he comes out and kicks the crap out of the guy. You have Brian. But, but, right. I've, I've listen, but Tori is a very solid fighter. Mm-hmm. He's had some very good wins. Obviously, uh, losing to Adesanya uh, in his last fight uh, wasn't great, but mm-hmm. Adesanya's at a different level than the rest of these guys. Vittori is not, he's a volume puncher, but he's not um, a knockout artist by any stretch of the imagination. Um, usually go, his fights usually go the distance. So I'm going to take Vittori by decision plus mm-hmm. 200 uh, for this fight. I, I'm All tempted right. to do the double chance. I'm tempted to go double chance. I just can't decide if he would end it by submission Oh. Or TKO along with the uh, points total. So I'm just going to stick with the points at plus 200. Uh, again, because Vittori's not a knockout artist. Well, why don't you do yeah. this? Why don't you take it by decision and then take it by KO and then next week do your double chance uh, bet of the year? <laughs> I don't know what's going on I anymore. I damn right, right should. Right. Vittori I by know. decision, two to one. All right. I know, so I am tempted by by <laughs> submission of points is plus one fifteen. I don't know. I'll just go with the decision at plus two hundred. His fights do have gone the distance, and he's gone five rounds and three or four straight fights, Vittori. So okay. I don't yeah. know if Costa can because he might be in terrible shape, but maybe just carrying that extra poundage, mm-hmm. um, you know, he'll survive this fight. So let's wonder, take it. Let's go. I wonder plus if two hundred. I wonder if it makes sense, yeah, if you like that by decision, but then also maybe sprinkle in a couple, like, you know, rounds. Fifth, yeah, yeah, fourth or fifth rounds. That's round your move, Brian. Also, yeah, I like, you know, late because, again, this, like, Darren he goes long. With Costa, maybe, you know, maybe he fatigues, maybe he fatigues late in the fight and, you know, you get some really good odds at a fourth or fifth right. round stop. All right, I got to be well, honest. Yeah, I'm, well, di- I'm dizzy, Brian, from, I'm dizzy from the Harry stuff. I got I, I, round I'm getting, will I'm getting a headache. The fight ended. Me. Round four. Yeah, Parley kid still talk. Parley kid still doesn't know who he likes in this fight, and he's still talking about it. I know. I but, like. I you told know. you who I like. I love the yeah, Tory. I, I think uh, he's I I'm not buying your reasoning this week. I, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't <know. laughs> you are crazy. No, I mean, not really, not my like, reasoning. Uh, it, it just seems so simple, Harry. Like, oh, Kansas City, they have a good offense, and uh, I'm going to take whatever game they're playing, get it over, and I'm going to call <laughs> it my something of the year every week. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going with they Brian. Play after the, Jets. the Titans. Jets plus seven and a half, minus one fifteen. Brian, I'm right there with you. I think that's close. I think the Jets will have the ball in the fourth quarter with a chance to upset Bill Belichick. And boy, will he be upset. That'll be a lot of fun. That's our sharp tank right there. Extrapoints.com slash arcade. We have our pick'em. We have uh our NFL player prop, our prop parlay thing. There's a lot going on in that arcade. Lots of games. You don't need any money. And you can win free prizes all over the place. Babyface Joel Solomon, you want to jump in with anything? I, mean, I don't understand this Harry thing. He used to take this sports gambling thing seriously. No, I think we should do this every week. It's the under of the year. It's the yeah. uh, parlay of the year. We, I love it. I, I, I'm looking forward to this. And uh, as long as it's not the duh of the year, which was last week, then we're good to all go. All right. This is my bet of the year with a team that has the word city in it. Like we, we could really break it down to anything. <laughs> Um, all right, Harry, you're in Vegas, right? In Vegas, still, uh, still hanging, still doing pretty good. So, uh, can't complain. All right. Uh, Parley kid, give us an update on, uh, on your son and, and what's going on and, yeah, and, no, and, and it, any of your kids really. 
we haven't really talked about, you know, um, my kids are doing well, you know, uh, obviously got uh, Mikey meatballs out there. And uh, Sam, you know, my son was quarterbacking and uh, was having a really nice season, mm -hmm. uh, derailed by injury, uh, broken hand. Um, so he's, we're all bummed about that. But, yeah. uh, you know, he's got a year or two left uh, of college ball. He'll be okay. A lot worse things could happen in life. And uh, everybody else, my son Christian plays his last home game. Mm -hmm. um, uh, your godson. Uh, That's right. This um, this Saturday will be his last home game he plays. It'll be my last game for any of my kids on that field. So it's been a long time. Wow. Oh, you got to have Somebody on that field be the last, the last one, Sal. No. Um, no one's so buying we'll that. No one's Sal, wine dance, Sal. I'm adopt. not having any more kids. Yeah, you'll <laughs> adopt a couple. You'll, you'll bring some into the mix. My it's middle school over. team is one game away from ending the year undefeated, Sal. Really? Again. Yes. One, I, I, Brian will tell you, I don't we it's amazing. Little we we we're a tiny little school, but middle school wise, we we just win games. Really? We win games nice. year after Who year. do you play? Yep. We play Amityville, Sal. Amityville. Everybody, everybody on this. No matter where you live, everybody knows Amityville because it's sure. Amityville Horror. Right. It's the same town. So, uh, yeah, we got to finish up with Amityville. I'm guaranteeing a victory. We'll be 6-0. Nice. Uh, this will be, be Parley Kids' personal Amityville Horror if, it, if they spoil <laughs> the undefeated season. <laughs> Absolutely. Right there. All right, Brother Bry, any uh, well, women's Sal, sports we can look well, at? Well, I know. What I was going to say is I really think you should send, you know, Michael's been out there with you. I think it's time you send Archie to live with Darren. And then oh, he, yeah. he could play for Elwood next year, dominate. Oh, yeah. He probably would dominate. <laughs> uh, just his size would dominate that league. I know, really but should, how many really How many? Uh, 16 year old, 17 at the time, will you have on the middle school team? I think they might be able to figure that out. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. That's good. All right. We'll, we'll think we'll consider that. Brother Bry, be betting all weekend. Hey, we'll be back Monday. Sean Merriman will join us. That's a lot of fun. And that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds for Spaghetti, for Meatballs, for Babyface Joel Solomon, and the Degenerate Trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, 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 na,